Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Report of a crash in Virginia on 95. Northbound has the normal volume between Dale City and Woodbridge, but your lanes are open and then good. Crossing the Occoquan into Springfield onto 395. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Here is 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Heading into a milder, albeit cloudier pattern moving forward. Still another cold morning with some icy patches possible with temperatures below freezing. But through the day, those numbers will warm as we head into the mid-40s or so for afternoon highs. Overcast skies, though, seem to be winning out. Overnight, we're talking temperatures in the 30s. It won't be quite as cool. Could be a few pockets of fog here and there. Tomorrow, more clouds again. Upper 40s, maybe a spotty shower or two late. My best shot for rain right now looks to be Thursday, but it comes with warmer air in the 60s. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 25 in Alexandria, 25 in Columbia, 30 in Penn Quarter. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. It's Tuesday. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Coming up. After a closed-door meeting and dueling statements, what exactly is the status of the Montgomery County School Superintendent? I'm Kate Ryan. A Maryland Navy SEAL dies a hero attempting to rescue a teammate. I'm Luke Luker. Voters are heading to the polls in the New Hampshire primary today. Could be Nikki Haley's last stand against former President Trump. Good morning. It's 6 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper in Manchester, New Hampshire, where there's a final push from both Nikki Haley. You've got a lot to win. You don't deserve to win. And Donald Trump. When you step into that voting booth, you're going to be uh, signaling that we want crooked Joe Biden, the worst president in the history of our country. We got to get them out. As for where Ron DeSantis's votes may go, this voter is hoping they'll go to Trump. Some of them are going to write in DeSantis. I understand. I mean, they really loved him, and I understand that. But I think many of them will go with my boy, with Trump. I'm Matt Piper in Manchester, New Hampshire. Now with more CBS News, here's Deborah Rodriguez. Polls in New Hampshire begin opening this hour, and voters will not see President Biden's name on the ballot. Democrats' first primary will be in South Carolina. Today, Mr. Biden and Vice President Harris make their first joint campaign appearance of the year in Virginia, where the focus will be on abortion rights. CBS's Nancy Cordes. The issue has galvanized voters on the left who have turned out to protect abortion rights in seven states so far. Come this November, the issue will be on the ballot in up to nine more states. The Supreme Court has granted an emergency appeal from the Biden administration That will allow federal agents to cut razor wire that Texas installed at the southern border. CBS's Camila Montoya-Galvez is in Eagle Pass. The administration had said and argued to the high court that this razor wire was obstructing and impeding border patrol operations, including efforts to process migrants who are already on American soil and to respond to medical emergencies. Investigators in Illinois looking into a motive after eight people were killed at three different locations in the Chicago suburbs. CBS's Jennifer Kuiper reports. U.S. Marshals say 23-year-old Romeo 
Nats was tracked down to Natalia, Texas, southwest of San Antonio, and during a confrontation with Texas authorities, apparently took his own life. Joliet police say this all started with a shooting at an apartment complex on Sunday, followed by the discovery of seven bodies in two homes on Monday. Police say the gunman knew the victims. In San Diego... Torrential rain has triggered flash floods that have inundated homes and overturned cars. Major highways shut down. So did bus lines. If you don't know his name, you probably know his movies. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Norman Jewison, the man who directed 1967's In the Heat of the Night, has died. His biggest box office success, Moonstruck. I'm in love with you. Snap out of it! Norman Jewison was 97. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 603 on Tuesday, January 23rd. We're at 33 degrees now. Clouds building today. Highs later in the mid-40s. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. The top local story we're following this hour. If they want to remove her, Montgomery County's school superintendent says the school board will have to come up with cause. And in the meantime, she says she'll defend her reputation and her record. Monifa McKnight, two years into her four-year contract as superintendent of Montgomery County Schools, said she's been given no reason as to why, in her words, members of the Board of Ed want her to step away from her job. McKnight took the unusual step of going public with a statement on her job status, saying the board has never written, documented, or communicated any concern about her leadership. Hours later, the school board held a closed session and then issued its own statement saying, because it's a personnel matter, they'd have no further comment. Part of the tension comes from concerns over how school leaders handled complaints of sexual harassment and bullying by a principal, Joel Beidelman, who was promoted despite those complaints. The first of two Inspector General's reports found that Beidelman's actions violated school policies. The second on how the school system dealt with the issue is expected soon. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. We have more information this morning about the two Navy SEALs killed in the Arabian Sea. One of the two was from this area. On January 11th, SEAL Team 3 began boarding a ship off the coast of Somalia. It was carrying Iranian-made weapons to Yemen. That's when Special Warfare Operator Nathan Gage Ingram slipped off the ladder and fell between the two boats into the waves. Trying to save his teammate, Navy Special Warfare Operator First Class Christopher Chambers of Maryland jumped in after him. The Navy conducted an 11-day search mission before calling it off Sunday. Officials say they were weighed down by body armor and heavy equipment and ultimately died in the sea. Maryland Governor Westmore writes in a statement about Chambers that he was a true patriot in every beautiful sense of that word. Luke Luger, WTOP News. We're hearing from the family of a volunteer who was shot and killed in Northeast D.C. on Thursday. 23-year-old Ryan Ray Albuto moved from upstate New York to work with at-risk youth. Police say he was shot and killed near the Fort Totten Metro Station as he walked home from church with two friends. It reportedly happened after a car approached on South Dakota Avenue Northeast and someone inside demanded money. Riel Buto said he didn't have any and someone inside shot him. His mother Janet tells NBC4. All because of one person that felt he had the right to take a gun and shoot it at my son and take somebody's life, an innocent life. 
Police are still searching for a suspect. There's a reward of up to $25,000 for information leading to an arrest. A casino and conference center would be built in Fairfax County as part of legislation introduced by a Northern Virginia lawmaker for the second straight year. The first talks last year had the casino getting built in Reston, but now State Senator Dave Marsden has introduced a bill to have the complex open in Tyson's. Where the facility is going is a closed down auto dealership that uh, has virtually no chance of, of, of being resurrected. It'd be on Route 7 near the Spring Hill Metro. We could attract business from Bethesda, Chevy Chase. Potomac, Gaithersburg, Rockville, Northwest D.C. Marsden anticipates some people may have concerns. There are people who don't like the image of gambling. But he's confident the complex would boost the economy. Tyson's is our downtown. That's where this belongs, in your downtown. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. If the General Assembly approves this bill, it would go to a ballot referendum where voters would have the last say. A new Virginia law that makes organized retail theft a felony punishable by up to 20 years in prison will be allowed to stand for now. An effort to repeal the law was defeated yesterday. Members of a House of Delegates subcommittee sent the bill to the State Crime Commission for more study. The bill creating the law passed last year with bipartisan support. But its sponsor says he asked for the Crime Commission to examine the law because it's only been in effect for six months and its effectiveness is unclear. Coming up after traffic and weather in Money News, just how much Americans are spending monthly on groceries these days. It's 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We had some early trouble, Rita Kessler. Yeah, and we're still dealing with it right now, John. This is on 95 in Maryland. Southbound 95 has the delays that are now before 175 after Route 100 and coming off of Route 32, trying to head to the Howard County rest area, which is between 32 and 216. It was before the entrance to the rest area. The right side of the roadway was blocked with the tractor-trailer crash, but callers earlier had reported debris across the entire roadways. Keep an eye out to the left as you're getting by so that you don't run over any of the debris. After that, it still looks good all the way to the Beltway. We're starting to see some early delays on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway in stretches southbound from 195, off and on toward 175. Not if people are uh, not sure if people are deciding to take that instead of 95 because of the delays. The volume delays on 270 southbound out of Frederick, headed to 85, then off and on from Urbana passing 109. After that, it looks good to the lane divide, headed toward the Beltway. Southbound Route 3, south of 450 Annapolis Road near Sylvan Drive. That was a report of a wreck with delays from 450 Annapolis Road. In the district, southbound DC 295 slows from Burroughs toward East Capitol Street. Inbound on the Suitland Parkway slowing toward the light at Firth Sterling and northbound I-295 a little heavy from the Suitland Parkway headed on to the inbound 11th Street Bridge. In northwest, it is 6th Street at 8th Street. That was a report of a wreck. 95 in Virginia, northbound, just a brief tap of the brakes headed into Woodbridge. Then it's good crossing the Occoquan into Springfield. No problems along 395, 66 looks good in either direction. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 
with your weather. It's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Our pattern is changing here. After sunshine yesterday, clouds are going to win out. It is another cold morning. Be careful for some black ice. But by afternoon, we'll see more melting with temperatures in the 40s, but limited sunshine. Overnight into the 30s, it'll be a cooler one, but not quite as cold. Could even be some pockets of fog as some milder air starts to sneak on in. Mid to upper 40s for Wednesday with a late day shower or two possible. Thursday, rain likely low 60s. By Friday, we may get a reprieve from the rain, but the warmth will stick around mid-60s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Start Weather Center. 25 degrees at Dulles, 25 at BWI Marshall, 29 at Reagan National, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's 610, time for money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. New data from the U.S. Census Bureau show the average American family spends $1,000 a month at the grocery store. A mix of inflation, supply chain disruptions, and an increased demand have caused food prices to steadily rise since the beginning of the pandemic. Some states cost more than others. California, Nevada, and Mississippi are the most expensive, while Iowa, Michigan, and Indiana families spend the least. The data show families with kids spend about $50 more per week on food. Union members who work at Condé Nast brands, including Vanity Fair, Vogue, and GQ, are expected to walk off the job today. The Hollywood Reporter says more than 400 workers at those publications, as well as several others under its brand, are set to strike for 24 hours. They'll also rally outside the company's New York headquarters. The action stems from labor negotiations that have turned sour since Condé Nast CEO Roger Lynch announced the company's intentions to cut 5% of its workforce. Coming up here on WTOP, the Oscar nominations will be announced later this morning. Will Barbie and Oppenheimer dominate this award season? 612. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. In 2016, Congress overwhelmingly passed legislation to modernize the Toxic Substances Control Act. When President Obama signed these reforms into law, regulators, legislators, and the public believe they were poised to help the EPA implement policies that bolster America's chemical management regulations. That's not what we're seeing today. And the EPA is advancing regulations that are not relying on the best available science to assess the safety of existing chemicals, and delays in the new chemicals program weaken the nation's supply chain, and the ability to produce innovative chemicals in America, including the chemistries necessary to produce semiconductors, electric vehicles, and clean energy solutions, all national priorities for the Biden administration. The American Chemistry Council calls on Congress to ensure that EPA is managing the TSCA program effectively or risk America falling behind countries like China. America's global competitiveness relies on American chemistry. Paid for by the American Chemistry Council. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G, Ajafi, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect 
product you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Coming up, some local restaurants have made a nationwide top 100 list. More news in 60 seconds. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Wayne LaRich, the Federal Civilian Field Chief Technology Officer and Solutions Architect for Palo Alto Networks Federal, says the SASE, or Secure Access Security Edge framework, is flexible to meet the user's needs. From a user experience perspective, SASE really brings that data plane and middle mile optimization. Everything that we've done on the back end and all the billions that have been spent on kind of that cloud-derived, cloud-delivered architecture, it benefits the user. And so that's really the most important thing, I think. When I talk to government customers as well, security is important, but you know, user experience is, is very important. And if it's not beneficial to the user, they're not going to consume it. They're not going to use it. They're going to find ways to get around it. So that's really one thing that we've worked very hard to, to bring to bear with the service. Let Palo Alto Networks, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com slash innovation. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. It's Oscar nominations morning. They'll be announced at 8.30 a.m. from Los Angeles. Are we saying there's a chance that when we push that button, we destroy the world? Chances are near zero. That's a scene from Oppenheimer, which is expected to lead the nominations. Barbie and Killers of the Flower Moon are also expected to be dominant forces, with each set to collect double-digit nominations. Poor Things could also rack up the nods. The 96th Annual Academy Awards will air on March 10th, with Jimmy Kimmel returning as host. Three local restaurants in our area have reason to celebrate today. They just made Yelp's nationwide ranking of the top 100 places to eat. Ranking number 48 on the list is Sabores Tapas in Arlington, Virginia, run by managing partner Carlos Alarte, who moved here from Venezuela 29 years ago. People can try a little bit of everything, you know, things like the arepitas, which is a dish from Venezuela, like beautiful bites of heaven. Number 59 is Menya Hosaki in Petworth, D.C., and number 82 is M&N's Pizza in Bethesda, Maryland, co-owned by Indian native Manoj Mehta and wife Nazanin. One of our customers kept on pushing us that, you know, you're from India, you should do something different. We expect started with just one spicy chicken curry pizza and became such a hit. See the full Yelp ranking on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. A recent data breach may have compromised your personal information, so how can you check on that? Last week, over 71 million login credentials from platforms like Facebook, eBay, and Yahoo were found on the dark web. One of the biggest data breaches ever. I'm Kim Commando, America's Digital Pro. This monstrous leak also revealed 25 million passwords that have never been exposed online before. Hackers are getting really good with stealers, a type of malware that infiltrates your devices. Once in, they record every username and password you enter and send. This breach is a wake-up call. It's time to protect yourself. Strengthen those passwords. Make them complex and unique for each site. Think long with a mix of letters, numbers, and symbols. And watch out for phishing attempts. These sneaky emails and messages try to trick you into giving up your info. Don't click on suspicious links and always verify the source. Finally, check if your email and password were breached. Head to haveibeenpwned.com to check. That's haveibeenpwned.com. 
commando.com. Enter to win a brand new PC or Mac right now at commando.com slash win. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. We have the latest on a local school superintendent who is promising to fight efforts to oust her. Voters are heading to the polls in the New Hampshire primary today. Will Nikki Haley pull off a win over former President Trump? Numerous Israeli soldiers have been killed in the deadliest attack on the Israeli military since the Gaza offensive began. Keep it right here for full details in the minutes ahead. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th. A bumpy start in the traffic center for Rita Kessler. Especially if you're in Maryland, John. Let's start out with the delays on southbound 95. You're almost back to Route 100. Trying to head past 32 toward the Howard County rest area. It is before the entrance to the rest area. The right side of the roadway is blocked with the tractor trailer crash. Callers had reported debris across the roadway as well. So just keep an eye out for that. Once you manage to get past it, however, then it is smooth sailing all the way to the Beltway. Now, the southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway has early delays. Basically from 195 in stretches all the way past 32. So that may be those of you who don't want to sit in that delay on southbound 95. You'll probably still save yourself some extra time on the BW Parkway, but you are sitting in some delays. Out of loop topside filling in from University Boulevard around toward Georgia Avenue. Good news in Bowie, southbound 3 south of 450 Annapolis Road. Looks like that wreck has cleared. The delays have definitely eased. In Hyattsville, southbound 201 Kenilworth Avenue after the Baltimore-Washington Parkway was a Port of Iraq. In the district, southbound DC 295, heavy from Burroughs, passing East Capitol Street. I-295 looks good right now. No problems along the Suitland Parkway. You'll also find in Northwest 6th Street near H Street was a report of a crash. Outbound New York Avenue near the 3rd Street Tunnel was a report of a wreck. If you're in Virginia, northbound 95, a little heavy between Dale City and Woodbridge, but then good crossing the Occoquan into Springfield. No problems along 395 between Edsel Road and the Pentagon. Uh, eastbound and westbound 66 in pretty good shape. No problems. Northbound 28 coming out of Manassas headed all the way into Centerville towards 66. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraff in honor of of our winter warm-up that's coming this week. I'm drinking coffee that's flavored like coconut this morning. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Is there an umbrella in your glass as well? Uh, No umbrella. And, you know, I realize we're not going to be, like, tropically hot, but I I thought it would be appropriate. No, I like like that you have the theme. No, it's good stuff. You know, we're looking at temperatures in the 60s. Excuse me, at the end of the week, our average high is 45 degrees. So we've been so cold as of late. I mean, over the weekend, we didn't get out of the 20s. And, you know, it's just been a really raw feel. So by the end of the week, although it does come with some clouds and shower chances... I mean, 60s are going to feel, I'd say, almost near tropical for us around here because it's going to be a departure. So, yeah, good, good planning there. Let's talk about today. Today, we'll start off with some sunshine in the morning early on. We've been watching that nearly full moon out there this morning as it sets. It's been some pretty pictures. Eileen Whalen, my colleague, just tweeted out a cool picture. So you can check that out. But as the day goes on, I think clouds eventually went out. 44 is our high this afternoon with a mostly cloudy sky, maybe a mountain sprinkle, but I think we're mainly dry around here. Overnight, some milder air is going to start to nudge in here. So we're not going to be talking teens and 20s, low 30s tonight, maybe a few 
few upper 20s, maybe even a little bit of fog in some spots as that milder air starts to nudge on in here. By tomorrow, mid to upper 40s for highs, some spots near 50, but even though we'll have clouds around, it's still going to be a pretty mild afternoon. Our next chance for rain, most likely tomorrow into the evening, and then some off and on rain likely for the day on Thursday. Thursday is our, our wettest day of the week, looking at the latest guidance. But Thursday, those showers also come with temperatures right around the low 60s. Friday morning, I think the showers move out pretty quickly, and I think we'll have a few peaks of sunshine, and it could be our best day of the week with mid-60s. Yeah, mid-60s, 20 degrees above average for your Friday. Saturday, some cooler air nudges in here. We're back in the 50s, but that's still above average. Another chance of rain late Saturday into this back half of the weekend on Sunday. So it's kind of an unsettled stretch. But once again, the trade-off here is the fact that we have these milder temperatures headed our way. And the rain is not all day, every day. It's it's kind of intermittent. So we just have to, uh, you know, dodge some drops. It's 21 right now in Rockville. Meanwhile, our friends in Ashburn checking in at 23. It is 22 right now for friends in Luray down in Page County, Virginia. And coming up, we may see the defense secretary for the first time today since his cancer surgery last month. 622. For more than 60 years, CACI has built a powerful ecosystem of distinctive expertise and innovative technology. With industry-leading software as a pillar of strength, CACI's agile at-scale methodologies modernize and transform government applications while delivering efficiencies and automation. As the federal government seeks new ways to maximize the benefits of digital transformation, CACI offers limitless possibilities to future-proof government. Visit CACI.com ASF. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. This one time, my parents had to round up the whole neighborhood to track me down. It was a mess. A lot of tears. Well... Now that we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, including all my favorite super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my shows and... Ha! Found ya. The heck? How? You left to find my tablet on. This generation, ruining the game with their performance enhancers. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network for a reliable connection throughout your home. Now through March 20th, new customers can get started with 200 megabit internet for $25 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, save $480 over Verizon 5G Home Internet Plus in your first year. Switch today. Requires paperless plan and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rate supply, actual speeds vary. Towards Xfinity Connect more 200 one-year promo rate to Verizon 5G Home Plus regular rate. This is WTOP News. 624. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is expected to hold a virtual meeting this morning on Ukraine. It'll be the first time Austin has been seen publicly since his surgery for prostate cancer and subsequent hospitalization. The meeting is with the Ukrainian Defense Contact Group, where 50-plus countries get together to talk about security aid for Ukraine. A new package of U.S. security assistance for Ukraine remains on hold as GOP members of Congress work to secure U.S. border funding before it moves forward with more money for Ukraine. A deadly salmonella outbreak linked to cantaloupes is said to be over. The Centers for Disease Control says in a statement the melons recalled in connection with the bacteria outbreak has passed their use-by dates and were no longer for sale. The CDC says cantaloupes tainted with salmonella have been linked to six deaths in addition to more than 400 illnesses across 44 states in recent months. Salmonella can make people very sick, and it's especially harmful to young children, elderly people, and those with weakened immune systems. Sports at 25 and 55. 
What are we talking about this morning, Dave Preston? Well, you remember uh, that Seinfeld episode, The Summer of George? Of course. Where he just planned on not doing anything <laughs> at all and wound up hurting his back. Well, there's going to be no winter of Ron because the former commander's coach isn't planning on taking any time off. Yes, Ron Rivera interviewing for a job. He doesn't need to get a job right now, but he's interviewing for the defensive coordinator position in Philadelphia. Meanwhile, in Ashburn, the commander's coaching search continues. The team meeting up with Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris in Dallas defensive coordinator. Dan Quinn, second meeting with each. Both are in person. Uh, ESPN reports that Tennessee is going to hire Cincinnati offensive coordinator Brian Callahan to become the Titans' new head coach. Callahan's the son of former Washington interim head coach Bill Callahan. This past Saturday's game between the Ravens and Houston drew a $31.8 million.